Hey, what's going on, Purpose Claremont? Here's five minutes from our time in the Word this week in our Bible reading plan. Things that stood out to me, um, both of them out of Leviticus 26. So here's where we're jumping in. Leviticus chapter 26, 1 and 2. You shall not make idols for yourself uh, or yourselves or erect an, an image or pillar, and you shall not set up a figured stone in your land to bow down to it. For I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. I see that phrase, for I am the Lord your God, I am the Lord, two, two times in two verses, he throws that out there. And it made me stop and think, and I wrote it in my journal, so what is what is at the heart of the motivation behind why it is that I obey God? Is my obedience to God based upon, well, I'll be blessed if I do? And there is, there's blessing that comes from obedience to God. But notice that's not what he says here. What he says is, hey, I don't want you to create any idols for yourselves because I'm God. And I don't want you to, I want you to remember the Sabbath because I'm God. See, guys, our obedience to God should come down to us being in awe of God. It should be about, I'm going to obey God because of God. That if God never blessed us with another thing, not even another breath, then we should still be, we should still live in obedience to God because he's God. He's worthy of our obedience. He's worthy of our worship, that our whole lives are supposed to be this attitude of worship to God. And what we should be praying, God, reveal more of who you are to me. That's what should, should be, that should be our individual prayer. And as a community, God, reveal your heart. Reveal who you are to me. Because what it does is it causes us to worship, to passionately worship God. But why do you worship? Why do you, why do you obey God? Is it just for his blessings? Is it just for his stuff? Or is it because you have this relationship with God where he's revealed who he is, at least up to this point in your life, and I believe he'll continue to reveal more of who he is according to what he shows you in his word. But do you obey him because you just have this love for him and you want to worship him because he's God? Or is it always connected to his blessing? Because if it's just connected to blessings that come from obedience to God, is it God that we're really obeying? Or is it just the stuff that we want? If he never gave us any more quote-unquote stuff, would you still obey him? The next part that came out to me was verse 11. It says, I will, and this is God speaking, I will make my dwelling among you and my soul shall not abhor you. I will walk among you and I will be your God and you shall be my people. Now, friends, that is an incredible statement. And here's why. Guys, the whole purpose for the book, the book of Leviticus is, is to set up these, uh, set up the, how do you do sacrifices so that you can come, that you can be forgiven, that God could dwell amongst you. And I've said this before, the tabernacle was set up in the very middle of all the people of Israel. Um, when they're wandering through the desert is right in the center. Why? Because it's pointing people to the fact that God wants to be in the midst of his people. When you look at other gods of other, other people groups in this time, they kept themselves at a distance. They didn't really want to speak to their people. And so they kept themselves, they kept themselves back because they didn't want to be among the people. They're above the people. But we have a God who desires to be in the midst of his people. When I read that, it made me think of Revelation chapter 1, verse 13. And it says, and, and in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest. Why did this stand out to me when you connected? Well, it's because here's Jesus being described. When you read Revelation chapter 1, you see this description of Jesus coming uh, a couple of verses before verse 13. And it says he's in the midst of the lampstands. But when you read Revelation 1.20, the lampstands are, they're supposed to be, they're, rep they're representing the church or different churches. And so here's Jesus walking and being in the midst of his church, of his people. 
that God wants to be in the midst of his people. He wants to be in the midst of us. He wants to be involved in every aspect of our lives. He wants to be walking with us and us walking with him and not just a Sunday thing and not just a little religious thing. Throw a couple bucks here in the plate. He'll get a little bit, a little bit of offering or blessing back. Nothing like that. Guys, he wants to be in the midst of our lives. Everything. He's involved. Guys, we have an incredible God. When you look at all the way back in Leviticus, God is talking about, I'm going to dwell among you and my soul shall not abhor you and I will walk among you and I will be your God and you shall be my people. That's the heart of our God that we worship and serve. Friends, I love you more than you know. Have a good one.